Back at it at 855-LAW-RADIO or, or Radio Law Talk. We've got a Twitter account, a uh, Facebook page. We've got a website. Uh, we even have an Instagram page. If you want to talk to us or follow us or talk to us about the latest uh, goings-on during the week, um, go ahead and just follow us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter or Instagram. We like all that social media stuff. Beautiful, beautiful summer day here uh, with Denise, myself, and Todd. Denise is a family law attorney. I am a personal injury lawyer. Um, have done, I did a little bit of real estate back from the very beginning in the early 90s. Very little, but a personal injury lawyer. And then we got Todd Cunin, who's a former prosecutor out of Tennessee and of California, who now has his own general practice, uh, general criminal practice. That's what he does. Um, and we have Cal He Hunter. represents general criminals. I, I, yeah, <laughs> there, there are a select group that I just can't take, but... But Cal, <laughs> select group. Cal is a three-time nom- nominated uh, Emmy Award nominated, but never a winner. But thinks he's a lawyer. <laughs> right. Right. Thinks he's a lawyer. Like he's a always. lawyer wannabe. I, listen, no, it's like the guys on on the TV commercials. You know, they well, well I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express, so you know. There you <laughs> go. Right. All I gotta say, Cal, is I've met many a lawyer. I think you're smarter than a lot of them. So there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry for them. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So we we're here. We're gonna talk about a case or no case. That's our game we like to play that everybody loves. We're gonna talk about Epstein. That's gonna take up some time. There's a lot of theories going on. We're gonna talk as lawyers about this. Uh, remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek legal counsel. Do not. Use us as your legal advice. Thank you for emailing us quite often. We love your emails, but a lot of times I have to say, sorry, we can't give out legal advice uh, over the air. Um, remember, you can, however, use uh, Radio Law Talk against your in-laws or family members you don't like around the dinner table or at, uh, usually a picnic. Or sometimes at a uh, church picnic is good or at a work picnic uh, or dinner is good to use us to uh, thwart the they-sayers, and that's what's important. <laughs> the only advice I ever really can give here is I advise you to hire an attorney. That's exactly <laughs> yes, right. Yes, uh, that's my advice. So we're going to talk about Epstein, Facebook lawsuit uh, about face recognition, and what does swatted mean? We're going to talk about what swatted mean. There is an actual criminal issue or criminal case uh, – cri- Criminal laws against what's called swatting, and I'm telling you, till I studied up on this issue, I had no idea what they're talking about. Denise and I probably didn't. Todd did probably. Has yeah. nothing to do with disciplining your child. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. And we might, if we can get into it and have enough time, uh, we're going to talk about ASAP. Uh, what was ASAP Rocky? He was found guilty in Sweden. He's a he's a rapper, and we're going to discuss that fight and what happened with that, and actually. President uh, Trump got involved, and so did uh, some other famous actors and actresses to try to help him out. So let's do this. Let's get case or no case rolling right away, Cal, because I won the last one, and you, I hope you added my two points on, and I think my colleagues need help to catch up. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! And again, we remind you, this is strictly a game. There'll be no wagering allowed. And now I take you to Alfreda, Georgia, where a woman by the name of Mimi Buckwalter had a problem. Her doctor suggested that she take a drug for her cold, an antihistamine. The doctor suggested a name brand. Uh, it said now it has some potential side effects, so read up on them. She went to the drugstore, looked at the label of the name brand, and it specified how often she should take this pseudoephedrine drug. She looked at the name brand version and and, uh, read the warnings and said, okay, and took the generic medicine home. There were warnings on the generic, but they were kind of hard to see. uh, But anyway, it didn't matter. She took the, the, the medicine home and popped them, and immediately, after about 45 minutes, began experiencing heart palpitations, a pretty serious complication. Well, she looked at the generic bottle and couldn't see these warnings, and she thought, well, maybe it's just me, maybe it's my cold. And so she called the doctor the next day. The doctor said, what are you doing? You were supposed to call me. The the warnings say to reach out to me the second this happens. If you have heart complications with this stuff, what are you doing? And uh, especially because the lack of timely response in the elderly Miss Buckwalter, not Buckwalter, what's her last name, is that right? 
Yes, yes. Mrs. Buckwalter Mimi. Uh, may cause her some serious medical problems that could damage her heart for the rest of her life. So I ask you, and I'm going to start with you, Mr. Penny, in this case, mm-hmm. case or no case. What do you think? I don't think you're going to do two no cases in a row. So this is my strategic goes first. (laughs) And so I'm going to call it a case. And this is a standard thing that happens all the time. Um, Miss Buckwalter uh, does buy. In fact, I have dealt with cases where they have gotten generic um, medications and it was the wrong medication. Whoopsie doopsie. They took Uh it and something happens to them. Um, that's those are cases that I've handled in the past uh, quite some time ago actually but uh, the warnings they're there for a reason um, all the well let me let me generally state all they have to do is give you the proper warnings doesn't mean they're not going to get sued or didn't have knowledge that even with the warnings they're still going to have issues uh, the lady uh, should have called her doctor I'm going to say it's a case and she loses Mr. Cunin what say you case or no case. Well, you know, this reminds me of that story. I think I heard it on Paul Harvey a long time ago or something about the person that had an ear infection and they were given drops by the doctor and they're supposed to put a couple of drops in their right ear every couple of hours. And I'll be danged if the pharmacist didn't mess up and they left out the space between R and ear. So it's supposed to say two drops in R space ear every two hours. <laughs> It read, Doc, my earache is still here because the instructions read two drops in rear Rear. every hour. I don't know how this is going to help my hearing, but... uh, Who's the one that had to put the drops in? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Charles, Uh, I know we're next-door neighbors, uh, and I borrowed the mower, uh, but do you mind? We're friends, right? Okay. Here's your mower back. By the way, if you could give me a hand here. I got this uh, dropper, and uh, yeah, woo! Could you uh, maybe run your hands under some hot water there before we finish this uh, procedure? Okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to go along with Fred because there's something I learned a while ago that I should have adhered to, which is, which is the man seated to my right has been very successful in life. And that has to (laughs) bleed over to case or no case. And you just can't go wrong if you hitch your wagon to Fred Penny. So I'm going to go what he said. Okay, Ms. Dirks, what say you? What year was this? This was in, I don't know. Let me look. Do I have the year? Hurry and make it up, Cal. I don't have a year. I don't know. Don't have a year. Sorry. You don't have a year. Because it sounds like... Like, you know how your pharmacist has to talk to you and give you the warnings and now do all that because some people can't read, write, or all that? Because this was too small. She couldn't read the writing. She couldn't read anything about the warnings. Um, and I just think that Cal needs glasses. So I'm going to say no case. <laughs> no, okay, you're going two no cases in a row? I am. Well, well I didn't do, get it right last time. I know, but you're going two in a row. Well, we're going to find out when I we am. come back, uh, Denise, if you're right or I'm right or Todd and I are right. Because Todd's hitching his ride to uh, a person that thinks he's successful. The wife reminds <laughs> me I'm not. And so, you not know, successful enough. <laughs> no. If, as my brother, well, I won't, I'm going to be careful. As one I know that is a judge. As soon as he put his robe on and he was sworn in, the wife turned to him at the party afterwards and said, Dear, here's the garbage. Take it out. (laughs) Big man. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about case or no case. If it's Denise, myself, or Todd that wins, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. We appreciate you turning on Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and on RadioLawTalk.com. services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and bailing company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com, lettyandcompany.com. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Mimi Buckwalter, did she have a case when she took some pills that had some warning of heart problems on it and she couldn't read the warning labels because it was too small? Cal, what say you? Well, I'll say first off that uh, I have a great pharmacist. And we, many of us do, right? And every once in a while, I'll get into a discussion with that pharmacist and say, well, you know, you give me these generics, and when you give me a name brand, there's a bunch of stuff printed on the name brand box, and when you give me a generic, I can't read it. And if I, she said, that's okay. If we give you the sheet of paper that comes with it, according to the federal standard, it's just as good as if you had it on the label. And I thought, you know... That might make an interesting case or no case. <laughs> Denise, I, you did it twice in a row. So for those of you who said this was a case, that would be Fred and Todd. Todd's hanging his head in shame. I say, oh, oh man. I didn't think you'd get us two in a row with no case. Well, here's the good news. Next time I'm taking you to Texas and oil country, 
for Case. Denise, Denise, Arno Denise. Case. Yeah, we don't have a Denise. What the was made up? <laughs> we'll get one of the kids to come in and say Denise. That's Denise, a good Denise. Idea. <laughs> that Case or no Case. Now back to the show. Uh, Thanks, guys. All right. But you're, you're still following. Right. Fred Penny's still way ahead of Todd. Hey, hey, look, look, look. I'll it's give you the score if you want. Yeah, it's it's all about statistics, and I'm still going to you know, hitch my wagon here because you know, 9 out of 10 ain't bad. Well, Todd has 17 <laughs> points and Fred has 31, so there's been an unhitched wagon a couple of times. What about Denise? Denise has 27. Okay, you're catching me. She's pretty close. Four points more. Yeah, so. But, you know, that's kind of like... Did we lose points at last game? Last no, you got week? a zero last time. You had 25. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, um, like Fred, I had him at 35. Do the listeners Did care about this? Did we actually lose things Denise, last week? Denise, no, Denise, they don't care. Denise, the, the listeners. If he has Fred at 31, okay, don't shut go up. saying he's got 35. <laughs> he's ahead of you. Be quiet. But it, I had you at 18. Note to self: If ever caught behind enemy lines, hope Denise doesn't have secrets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know? That's exactly uh, right. What gun? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this. Okay, they're landing okay. on the beach tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't me and him that robbed the bank. There were ten of us. <laughs> Bill, John, Francine. Is that what was happening in Epstein's jet? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, For those of you who've been living under a rock, as I always say, there's a guy by the name of Jeffrey Epstein, there was, who committed suicide in, supposedly they're claiming, in uh, prison. He was a billionaire. Now, I was just bringing this up and talking to Cal during the break. I, I just don't, and Cal made a great point. I said, I don't get this guy's worth a billion dollars with a B. And he's trying to bring young girls into his jet and trying to have sexual relations with young girls. What The guy's a billionaire. He can get any lady he wants. And uh, ladies, by the way, I'm not saying this because you can be bought. But I'm just saying, you know, look, if you got money, there is, you know, people that like you. You know, man, woman, whatever. You're liked. and You can be liked. And, and again, I don't want to come across that way, but that is very true. What is he thinking? And Cal turned to me and said, just because he's got money doesn't mean he's smart, Fred. And I said, good point, Cal. And this guy uh, had in 2008, and you can go to our www.radiolawtalk.com, go to our podcast. We've talked about this for the past few weeks. In 2008, was basically found guilty and um, served some time, actually. He he, he pled. Okay, he was being investigated and charged by the federal um, district federal prosecutors in, in Miami yes. or in Florida. And he pled to two state um, prostitution charges. And right. he served, I believe it was 16 months in state prison. So that was the deal that he worked out. And he was able to get a no uh, prosecute um, agreement against certain of his friends that were around him that were also you know, co-conspirators or alleged to be co-conspirators. And that, he thought, okay, that happened in 2008. It's done. It's for what acts I did between 2002 and 2005. It's over, right? Right. But what did New York do? New York said, no, no, it's not over because you haven't been prosecuted federally yet. So we can come in now in New York State and federally prosecute you. And they arrested him on July 7th, I believe, of this year. And this didn't just end in 2008, apparently. It, it went on past that, didn't it? There, well, did, he, did he do other things also, well, they're alleging, or well, not? One, one of the allegations was that he had to have a term of house arrest or arrest in Florida for the 2008, and the way they worked that was he would spend the nights in jail, but he was able to go to his place of business during the day. And the allegation is that at any given time, there were at least three females brought in for him to engage in sexual relations with while he was at the office. And so the question is, who was funneling the people in and getting that? And so it's just a nightmare. Right. What and he now was doing. the the coroner in New York actually found that he committed suicide. Yeah. So what what they found, Denise, is in detail is that that he had taken bed sheets. So he was not on suicide watch. He was on suicide watch. Was not. Then was. Then was not. And apparently, again, the, the rumors are flying, and there's allegations that his attorneys took him off suicide watch. It wasn't. The jail or the uh, the Justice Department, or they had lobbied to get the him lobbied off. To get somebody him off. agreed, right? But yes, and they agreed to take him off, and they found him, according to the uh, coroner's report, uh, strangulation. Uh, not strangled, but he 
he committed suicide by hanging himself, tying the bed sheets together around his neck. Now, and broke a very important bone in the very front of his neck. That the is, hyoid bone, yes. Yes, yeah. it's very hard to break that bone. But Cal was bringing up another good point, though, and we're not doctors, but the older you get, the more brittle it is. So True. it might have been easier to break as uh, as an older man. And but, this may have been a second attempt as well. Yes, and the issue is, how does this all happen in jail? And a lot of people are still thinking... It's difficult to commit suicide in jail. And not only that, they're supposed to be watching him every 30 minutes. And supposedly, they had signed off on it. And they have videos showing that the guards were not actually watching him at the time. So I don't know if it was just laziness or if it was someone that was kind of pushing some buttons. We're going to talk more about some interesting things in this Epstein case when we come back. We'll be right back. 855-LAW-RADIO. This is Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and, of course, on your favorite radio station. Thanks for listening. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we've shared these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality all at a price you can afford so don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great 800-617-9312 that's 800-617-9312 hi my name is lily my mom and dad used to fight about money all the time Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy, some uncle I never knew, called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars, and they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor, and The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Going a quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car sucked in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quicker than the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. 
Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick, whack a swooper up, just like that. You'll be happy, looking snappy, you'll be glad you was after quick, whack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick, whack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road, come visit the dog. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti consilius purpurium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have Todd do it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. Go to the website, radiolawtalk.com. You can listen to the show there, and there's a lot of other good information, too. That's radiolawtalk.com. So on the Epstein case, we're going to get into the civil trial that has just uh, began, and we're going to discuss that in a minute, but we're still kind of setting this up. Todd and I, during the break, we're talking about a few interesting things about uh, Epstein's death. That's right, and so... The medical examiner in New York has ruled that it is it was a suicide. But again, as we talked about, there are a couple of things that are unique about it. I mean, first off, the hyoid bone, which is right around where the Adam's apple is, has was broken, as well as they found other bones that were broken. My guess is that could have been the way he attempted suicide with the bed sheet. If he had several attempts to try to do that, that might have been responsible for how that happened. But as Fred was pointing out, uh, the guards were supposed to be checking in on him every 30 minutes. And the indication now is they actually had fallen asleep. And when they found him dead, they went back and falsified their reports to the allegation is to make it look like they had gone. But video showed that they had not actually been looking in on him every 30 minutes like they were supposed to. Isn't it interesting that as soon as this came out, the union came out and said, well, you know, these guys are working overtime shifts. Well, yeah, you work overtime. That happens. I don't understand. But that was the first line of defense for their representative was, well, you know, they're working overtime. Yeah, and tired. That's yeah, what so wait, does that justify sleeping on the job? I'm confused yes. by that. But secondly, there are various scenarios, if you really want to think about it, where a person could break the hyoid bone, even a six-foot-tall guy, if he could jump from the bunk bed with a, enough pressure to put the snap on the neck, because that's how hanging kills people is by breaking their neck. That's how it works. Yeah. But and then that brings on the heart attack. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and that's, an, that's an important point, Denise, yeah. that you just raised there, which was a lot of terms are getting confused and thrown around. So the de- medical examiner determined that it was a suicide and also determined that it's the suicide attempt started by the hanging or the, the hanging in the jail cell. But hanging... If you die by hanging, your cause of death would be a strangulation or something like that. Epstein actually died from a heart attack, which is when they found him hanging, they got him, they took him to the hospital. He had had a heart attack, and the heart heart failure was what what did him in. That's what killed him. Long and short of it, at this point, he's dead. And there's been a lot of speculation as to whether or not it was a murder or whether or not it was suicide. And the medical examiner has ruled, coroner has ruled, that it was a suicide. I found it kind of interesting in one report that I wrote or that I read with regard to this um, when they're talking about the Epstein case. And the commenter said, if this report from the Wall Street Journal is accurate, it certainly begins, no, begins to look like the person chiefly responsible for Jeffrey Epstein being dead 
is Jeffrey Epstein. Ah. And my thought was, well, if it wasn't yeah. a murder, Hello. isn't that a given? <laughs> but but here's the question. I'd like to ask, I would really like to know. If this case were presented to you, Todd, Fred, Denise, would you say, I mean, just on the, the facts that you have or the information you have, murder, jail-assisted suicide, Epstein by himself, how would you call it? I would say that he wanted to kill himself. That's I, what I would say. I, I, and, I, and it's to escape being in prison. He had already been in prison before, but he got out every work day. Right. Right. He had to spend the nights and the weekends, apparently, in the jail. And it was in the jail, not the prison anyway. It, right, that's true. Right, and right. now he's in hardcore federal prison. And everybody he's probably the most notorious person in that prison. And uh, he also alleged that he had been, you know, kind of roughed up by some of the other uh, by one of his uh, prison roommates. Buddies. Buddies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, that type of stuff. And I think he just said, hey, life's too short. Let's shorten my life. It's going to get shorter. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with you. I, I would say that this is a suicide on his part, not assisted by anybody else. And, and I mean, look, if anything, if anything, maybe I could see a scenario where maybe he greases the skids to the guards to say, hey, if you guys look the other way, I'll do this. And there's an account with money. You know, if, they, if, if that came to light, it wouldn't surprise me at all. But I don't think that it was a murder to keep him quiet for this reason. Uh, usually in cases where people have information about somebody else, that information would come to light in some sort of trade, right? So if you turn evidence against this person, then they can be uh, prosecuted, and that's where it comes to light, and the person is silenced by murder or whatever to keep that from happening. After the outcry of the 2008 resolution... I find it hard to believe that any prosecuting entity, any state agency, would touch reaching some sort of a quid pro quo deal with Epstein with a 10-foot cattle prod. It wasn't going to happen, given what happened previously. Political he, suicide. Yeah, he yeah, might have right. had all the right. information in the world. He could not find, to put it in financial terms, somebody to buy that stock. He, he That was not going to happen. There were really high-powered persons that were kind of alleged to be unnamed uh, co-conspirators. Uh, Wexner, one of his best friends, former best friends, um, some of the incidents were alleged to happen in his home. And then That's there's, all, it's all allegations. These though. are we allegations. Have, I'm really yeah. clear. These are just allegations of co-conspirators. It's not right. actual. Yeah. But there's some rumors about Alan Dershowitz, a very mm -hmm. famous lawyer, about Prince Andrew, uh, about Trump, Donald Trump, and Bill Clinton. That's yep. kind of a funny little... Uh, you know, group. Yeah. What, you and got then, a Democrat and a Republican. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got the former Mexican, uh, uh, Mexico, New Mexico governor, Bill Richardson. And then you've also got the former U.S. Senator George Mitchell. All of those have had some allegations brought against them. They may not be true, but it and does bring this to them. the public. Yeah. And it does make this more important because what are we trying to achieve? We're trying to get public officials who are corrupt. So here's the thing that I want to say also on that issue. Don't forget, a guy like Epstein, you know, a billionaire, he is walking around all circles. How many people has this guy touched their lives or they've people have been involved? Thousands, tens of thousands, maybe a hundred thousand. And for people, and now that this is a big deal, what, what kind of gets me, worries me about the... Uh, Immediate, I'm going to call it the immediacy news, Twitter, Instagram, immediate right, news, right. is that doesn't mean they're guilty just because they saw the guy. I go to functions everywhere, and Denise does, and Todd, I shake hands with people. I'm sitting with them at tables, and I deal with them, and later I find, oh, that guy's kind of a weirdo or has done some bad things. Or but, registered sex yeah, offender. Yeah, and I don't know, and you don't know, or even that you've, you know, showed up at a party where they were, you know? And, and, and talking about the immediacy, I'll give you an example. It's a case we covered here on Radio Law Talk. Kevin Spacey, right? When Kevin Spacey was first facing charges in Nantucket, that was front page, above the fold in newsprint, top headline in CNN, NBC, Fox News, Kevin Spacey charged in sexual assault. When... The case was ultimately dismissed by the prosecutor after the preliminary hearing when everything just went crazy and all the evidence dried up. That news was back page news. It was, you know, 
on the second page of whatever Google hit, it didn't get any place. So the public was aware that he was being prosecuted. That's going to stick in people's mind. There's a whole bunch of people out there thinking now that he actually assaulted somebody in Nantucket, and they didn't even see that that case was dismissed. And the same thing's true here. Right. It's it's the shock value of the association. All the right. people, all their associated. Yeah. And speaking of association, the FBI right now today is out on his seven or 8,000-acre Zorro ranch right. from where he planned to impregnate uh, as many people as he could with his seed to pass on his seed. You're to talking the world. about Epstein, yes. right? Yes. yes. He, that's, so al- the that's an allegation. Yeah. I didn't no, hear no, about that. No, that was no, his, that was that his, his thing. thing. Yeah, that was his really? Thing. Yes, yeah. he wanted to have he wanted to have as many children as he could possibly have. Boy, have. that's a strange guy. Yeah. I I, I knew yeah. he was strange, but oh, I, I didn't hear about that one. I think when we come back, we need to talk about the victims now and what the law is now to assist the victims. All right, we'll be back. No, you've got time. We, stretch, stretch, stretch. Oh, stretch. oh, 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 I thought we were. Yeah, because, because we're talking about people who are fearful, and one of them was, I hope I pronounced this name right, Ghislaine Maxwell, who was an associate that people thought, oh, she could be getting in trouble. Well, a lawsuit's now been filed against her. And others. And, and others uh, identified as Jane Doe's one through four. Right. But she is the one named in the lawsuit. And the primary allegation in this lawsuit is she is the one, among others, that would help to procure and groom these females for introduction to Epstein. Those are the allegations. These teenagers. These teenage, these teenage girls. Females. And the one that's, that's bringing this lawsuit is Jennifer Arrows, and it's interesting her story, and we're going to go over her story briefly and what she's saying happened and how this happened with Epstein. And not just, not just her, she's just the tip of the iceberg, according to to the attorneys and according to others. So that's what we're going to get into when we get back. And uh, Cal, I think I think you can just take us out. But it's interesting because she's, she's been on NBC News with an exclusive talking about it. I've looked at it. I've read some stuff. And, and what a brave young lady, by the way. A lot of stuff to talk about coming up right here on Radio Law Talk. You stay right there and we will be right back. You're listening to Radio Law Talk on your radio and or at radiolawtalk.com. for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. 
We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. lettyandcompany.com. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so... I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't gave a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Joseph Valley. Oh, stop it. Oh, come on. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So Mr. Epstein's uh, assistant, uh, Miss Maxwell, which we talked about, she's 57 now approximately. Apparently she was the person that got this Jennifer Eros um, involved with uh, Mr. Epstein, and apparently this is what happened in New York near his townhome. Uh, not her. What, what do you mean not her? Uh, it was know. another person that, that did it, um, but um, Maxwell was involved right. day-to-day, but not the right. one that actually oh, got the, um, the, the girl, the, girl. the victim. No, that's a, Jennifer Arrows. It wasn't Miss Maxwell that was bringing her over. That was someone else. But, yes. but she apparently, according to Jennifer Arrows and her attorney she was the, almost like the puppeteer you know doing this and that's what i'm trying to yeah, get yeah exactly. that was a good, good clarification so what yeah. happens is she is in a school that is an arts school and she wants to be an actress and it's a very prestigious apparently art type school not like painting art but like the arts um and um some gal came up and started talking to her and got to know her somehow uh and and in a long story short, got her to come meet Mr. Epstein. Uh, her father, that is Jennifer Eros's father, uh, had passed away previously, and 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 from cancer. From cancer, and they kind of groomed her. I guess the whole issue is she was groomed. Is what these are her allegations, by yeah. the way. Yeah. So the person that procured her uh, actually said that your father wanted you to meet Mr. Epstein, and Mr. Epstein wants to help you. Um, because he understands that your father has died. So they actually use the death of the father um, in procuring this person, this uh, yeah. woman, or at the time, a teenager, um, and taking and getting him hooked up with Epstein. And by the way, these are allegations, and by the way, denied vehemently by the other side, which we haven't heard their side, so you remember that. Um, innocent until proven guilty. But she goes on the television and talks. She was only 14 and 15 at the time. And and it, and it and and she came home with three hundred dollars, you know, and he he'd give her three hundred dollars. At first, it was just a, a a meeting, and then she claims that again, allegations claim that she was she was uh, groomed, and then acts that occurred after that, you know, you know. But but Todd. And then she up, said she did not after she was raped. She did she not left. go back. That's right. Ever. Which was smart. She did the yes. Uh, you know, according to her allegations, she left. But Todd brought up a very interesting question during. Uh, the break. Yeah, so this was all alleged to happen when she was, what, 13, 14 years old. And, you know, I had a 13-year-old daughter that was in a middle school. I picked her up every day from school. And, and I could tell you, 
if if my daughter came home and said, or oh, didn't the, come home. Uh, well, yeah, if I went to go pick her up and she wasn't there, or if I heard that somebody that I didn't know was meeting with my daughter and having coffee and then arranging, you know, meetings, and I might not even know about the meetings, but I do know my daughter's now coming home with 300 bucks a pop, you know, and, and having a little bit of money. My question is, who was who was there? Where were the parents to look the mom, at, 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 at what's going on or whoever, the mom or if, if she remarried, I don't know, yeah. but... Where were the parents looking after this? I I want to be clear here. I am not suggesting this or saying this in any way to provide a defense or to condone any of the actions by Maxwell, uh, the Jane Doe's that are alleged here, alleged. Or Epstein, yeah. or anybody. I'm not. My question is, where were the parents in this? And I can answer that. Maybe she's a single mom, maybe she's not, but my mom would have been working two or three jobs That's just trying to support exactly. us uh, because we had many children, and she she always had to work two or three jobs. She never at one point was only working one job while I was um, a teenager or younger. Now, let me tell you why I think that would hurt Maxwell and Epstein, because if that is the case, if it was the case with Araz that she was, that her mom was a single mom, then it's even worse that not only are they preying on somebody whose who his father died uh, tragically, but they're also going after somebody that they know is what we used to call when I was a kid, a latchkey kid whose parents aren't there and they're swooping in because they know there's no adult involvement. Yes. And, and when people are looking at, just as a public service announcement, when people are looking at what we can do in the future to protect our kids from this kind of behavior, because let me tell you, it doesn't take a billionaire to prey on a child, Right. Anybody can do it, but what do you do? They are less likely to do that if parents are heavily involved in the lives of their children. Do you remember last week when I asked about the statute of limitations and yes. whether or not they could actually sue the estate of Epstein, right? Well, there is an answer now. There was a New York law that was passed in – it was actually – uh, legislated in January and passed in February by the governor, and it is now the New York's Child Victims Act. And this is lengthening the statute of limitation and allowing for these types of claims to come back and be brought. Criminally? You're talking no, criminal. it's it's civilly. So, so this does not allow for criminal prosecution no. based upon this, but it does expose perpetrators to civil liability. Civil liability. And it's open wow. now for anybody... That of any age that has been abused as a child, one year, one year now, they from, can bring the suit. From, from the, today, from enactment. No, which, from the enactment, which was February 28th of 2019. It was, my understanding is it was, it was passed in February, but it went into effect two days ago. Now, right. that's true. And it was actually signed into law in February, yes. and then it's now become active. So they have one year to bring it, and it doesn't matter the age. It also had the impact of lengthening the statute of limitation to five years. That means anybody that five years from the act uh, that they're complaining of um, and um, to five years later, anybody of any age up to 55 can bring that act. So now bring a, uh, bring a lawsuit. So it's it's very interesting that that happened and and the way this has happened and the timing of everything because literally it was not enacted about Epstein. It was enacted for other victims, but now it's going to really impact the civil lawsuits against Epstein's estate, estate and against um, um, the alleged co-conspirators. In New York. We're talking in New, New York. York. And actually, there's multiple young women that are accusing Maxwell of this, and so there's going to be more lawsuits coming down the pike because – and it's not only against Maxwell and the estate. Maxwell's his assistant we talked about. But there's other unnamed individuals that might be brought in. I think it's a maid. I think it's um, a housekeeper. And then it was some kind of an, another assistant besides um, Maxwell. Well, And, and so you know this was happening. Let's go back to 2008 
right? He's supposed to serve his jail time, but the allegation was while he was at work, because remember, he had to do the nights in jail, but then he was able to go to his place of business to work. Now, he's still under a form of arrest, which means he can't leave the place of business and go elsewhere. He's supposed to go from the jail to the office and then back to the jail at night, and yet the allegations are that there was a constant stream of of girls going in, in in Florida. Now, this is a New York case, but I'm just talking about the behavior of Epstein. How does he get that constant stream of individuals going to that office if he can't go out and procure them himself? He has to have surrogates out there doing essentially recruiting. And, you know, if you have a if he has a trusted group that he uses, it's not shocking that he would take that Florida group of actors and then use them up in New York. Fred, here's the interesting thing about this. Remember, in his plea agreement in 2008, 2007, 2008, I thought it was 2008, round, round numbers, his plea agreement did not include Miss Maxwell. So she did not, it named a number of his co-conspirators, you know, quote, co-conspirators, but she was not named in that agreement that, uh, for prosecution. So interesting that... Oh, I thought she was. No, I... no, was not named in the agreement. Wow. Yeah, so the issue so is... So she has exposure. She may have some exposure. Yeah. So these. So not only does she maybe have some civil exposure, but maybe some criminal exposure, and, and we're going to follow this, but here's the interesting thing. Who's got the money? They're going to follow the money. There's a billion dollars sitting there that his heirs, and I don't know much about Epstein. Did he have children? Did he have a wife? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Well, according to Cal, he wanted to have a lot of children, wasn't but he never got of, around to it. Wasn't for lack of trying. Apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. But take a good job, yeah. But yeah, but but I'm just wondering who those heirs are, and those heirs are going to be fighting for that money. It's not like a million dollars, which is a lot of money. This is a billion with a B. Actually, it turned out in his financial filings with the court. His net worth was more like $500 million when he actually had to file his documents. He had been fraudulently telling people he was a billionaire. Oh, so wow. he was a little less, but well, still maybe. more money than I got. All right, thanks for joining us this hour. This is at the end of uh, hour number two. If you want to join us and are not able to listen to us uh, live, go to our website, www.radiolawtalk.com. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. We'll be back. been listening to radiolawtalk.com a copyrighted presentation of radio law talk incorporated